dear friends, you're welcome to a new episode of these English lessons. Today is Thursday, July 30th, 2020. Tomorrow is the end of the month. So we are gradually getting deeper into the second half of this very, very strange year, 2020. And this is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. Today's episode number 135. So, for newcomers, for those who are listening to this podcast for the first time, this is Lee's English lesson, and we bring you regular podcasts on issues regarding learning English as a second language language points that you need in order to improve your English, we bring you an episode every 5 to 10 days. So if you are new, you're welcome on board. And today we will be continuing with our ongoing series. Our ongoing series is on frequently misused words and expressions in English. And in our previous episode, so a new set of words, words that are pronounced the same but have different spellings and different meanings. So today we're going to correct the creeds that we gave out in our previous episodes. And so um, I think we, without much more to say, get right straight into the content of today. Last week, we read out five words and the intention was to not to confuse you. The intention was to get you to, to pay attention when you hear these words. And there were five words that we discussed. In actual fact, when you look at the pronunciation of those five words, it sounds like there were only three words because three of the five words sound totally the same. Three of the five words are pronounced the same. And it's the two other words that have different pronunciations. So it's like we just had three words. So I'm going to repeat those words for those who did not listen to the previous episode and for those who did listen and took down notes and probably did the quiz, I didn't receive any answers in my email box but I'm sure you're probably listening and preparing to correct your answers. So the words that we discussed were there. Like I said, we had there, there, there three times. The pronunciation is the same three times, but it actually uh, it has three different spellings, which I'm going to explain later. And then the other word was there, d sound there, d-a-r-e. Then the last word was tear. Tear, t sound like Tom. Tear, tear. C 
So we then had five sentences and in those five sentences you were expected to understand the sentence and decide which of the words would be appropriate. So uh, we're going to look at those sentences. The first sentence was, there are good students in our class. There are good students in our class. So the question was, which there are we using here? Because uh, there are three words that are pronounced there. First one is T-H-E-R-E. -E. The second one is T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. And the third one is T-H-E-I-R. So which one is the right one in this sentence? There are good students in our class. The answer is the first spelling that I just gave you. So the answer is T-H-E-R-E. -E. There, there are good students in our class. And then we go to the second sentence. They're happy. They're happy. This time the pronunciation is the same, but the spelling is different. They're happy. They're happy. So what is this there? They're happy. They're happy. This one is the one that is spelled T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. They're happy. And like I explained last time, this is actually a combination of two words, they and are. So when you combine, when you shorten these two words, in English usually when you shorten two words, you use an apostrophe. So here is actually two words, they are. Then when you shorten the two words, you omit a in R and then you replace A with an apostrophe so the pronunciation becomes combined. You no longer pronounce it as two words, you now pronounce it as one word. So in that case you say they're they're happy, they're happy, they're happy, they're happy. In actual fact what you want to say is they are happy. That's what you want to say. But most English speakers will not say they are happy. They will say they're happy. They're happy. They're happy. So you don't really get to hear are because the A has been omitted. Okay, we go to number three, sentence number three. Let's go to their class. Let's go to their class. Here we have another there. But this time we have there and then we have class. 
their class. Let's go to their class. Let's go to their class. So this one is just before the noun. Class. Let's go to their class. This one is spelled T H E I R. T H E I R. Let's go to their class. Let's go to their class. Okay. So here, and in this sentence, you have another word like let's. When you see let's, it's actually a combination of two words, let us. But like in the other sentence, let us. We can shorten the sentence by bringing the two words together, and then omitting. We omit the you and replace it with an apostrophe. So then we pronounce the two words as one word. So instead of saying "let us," we say "let's." Let's go to their class. Let's go to their class. That's just another example. In English, there are many examples of uh, uh, words like that. You bring two words together and then pronounce them as if it's just one word. We go to sentence number four. Sentence number four. I dare you to go there. I dare you to go there. I dare you to go there. This was a little bit more challenging because there are two words that you needed to pay attention to. I dare you. The first word there is dare, but it's d, d, dare, dare. And the second one is go there. So there is a go there. So I dare you to go there. I dare you to go there. So you can see there is a difference here. The first word is d a r e, d a r e, and the second word in that sentence, the last word in that sentence is t h e r e. So. If you read that sentence correctly, you will feel the contrast, the difference between there and there, there and there. You can try that, practice that. If you're listening to this podcast, you should practice that sentence. It will help you、uh, play with the d and the th sound. So you can try that at home. I dare you to go there. You can write down this sentence and say it several times to to, to familiarize your、uh, yourself with、uh, the alternative sound, alternating between the and the. Okay, and then we go to number five. We have don't tear that paper. Don't tear. Don't tear that paper. Don't tear that paper. The word here was tear, tear, which is the t sound. T e a r, tear, 
said last time, for those who don't are not able to produce produce the sound the, if you cannot produce that sound the correctly, many people would think you're saying ta, ta. So don't tear that paper. Don't tear that paper. Now, if you want to practice alternating between t and the, you can try this sentence in this way. Don't tear that paper there. Try this sentence. Don't tear that paper there. See, it will help you to practice the two sounds. And if you really, really want to go further, if you want to go further and play with the sounds that we have learned in this episode, you can even make the sentence much more fun. You can say, don't dare tear that paper there. Oh my God, did you get that? Don't dare tear that paper there. Hmm. It's hard to say that. If you can say that like two times really fast, you will see how challenging it is. Don't dare tear that paper there. Don't dare tear that paper there. This kind of sentence with um, very difficult sounds alternating very difficult similar sounds alternating. This kind of sentence is usually called in English a tongue twister. A tongue twister. Uh, because it actually twists your tongue. It's a tongue twister because to say the sentence correctly, your tongue has to do a lot of twist. So our big tongue twister for this episode to help us review the sounds that we have learned, that sentence probably you can try it is don't dare tear that paper there. Okay, so uh, if you really want to, probably if you want people to listen to you, you can you can practice this sentence, record it, and you can send it to me. You can send a short audio of this to me section you can actually send an audio in the comment section and then I will be able to listen to your audio and maybe play it on the next episode so dear friends with that we come to the end of this very interesting episode and I wish you a happy month and at the same time a happy weekend I will be seeing you in the next episode. Our 15 minutes are up and this is your regular host, Teacher D, signing off. Goodbye.